existence In existence, join the resistance Come on, let's start by talking tactics Have a pass and match this Here's how we practice everybody, welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. Once again, we ain't doing nothing for this show. Well, in the last episode, I, I went deeply into the history of video game machines and where they came from. We, we ended off with the tw- Atari 2600, and I thought we could talk a little bit this time about ColecoVision and its impact on youth culture in the 1980s suburban America. That was Do you have a any- dream you had about the podcast, because we never really actually went into that. Oh, so we have to go back to Pong? ColecoVision? I don't... I didn't... Wait, ColecoVision, was that pre-Atari? No, it really did come after the 2600. Wait, what the hell did ColecoVision have? It had Donkey Kong. Did it have, like, Pitfall and stuff? I don't know. I don't remember all the games, but I know it had Donkey Kong. That was a big selling point for it. Maybe uh, Donkey Kong wasn't on Atari. I think ColecoVision no, well, is the only one that came and took over. Atari. After, sorry, yeah, go ahead. After Atari went away. Atari, I mean, they just sucked. Atari was one step above Pong. Um, there were no graphics to speak of. And... Maybe maybe ColecoVision was the same time as Atari 2600. And it's just like the rich kids had the ColecoVision. The ColecoVision, yeah. And like there's another one in television that was pretty popular too. And that had really good graphics for the era. But that was really expensive. I know the rich kids had that one. You know, these nerds, like, I, I, I would guarantee you, uh, what's his name? Dum-Dum from uh, The Nerdist? Pat Oswalt? No, no, no. He's not a dum-dum. Uh, who's the Nerdist guy? I can't Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick. I guarantee you he's into it. Like, people like this, like, 8-bit fucking um, music yeah, it's so, weird. It's I mean, so stupid. Like I, that's when we were talking about. We were talking about our last episode, nostalgia. That's got to be a nostalgia thing because that just sounds glitchy and terrible. It's fun, like for one song. Oh, that's funny how they did that. But I can't see being into it. Right. It's exactly. also fun seeing when, like, when wasn't well, somebody... like a Smith song or something in eight bit. Well, I was going to say the the people who put together video games taking it into account the limitations of the Atari 2600, so they're creating 8-bit video games. It's fun, but yeah, I can see how it would get too 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 old. Yeah. Have we talked about Chris Hardwick? I used to like Chris Hardwick, and now I don't care for Chris Hardwick. I don't. I never really liked him that much. I think he gets too excited about everything. It makes it so that nothing is great because he's saying everything is great. Right. I agree with that. And I also think that he, he always does that thing where like somebody will like try to talk shit and he's like, Oh, well, no, I'm not going to, but it sounds so fake. I'm like, well, that's not true though. He will talk shit about people where it's popular to talk shit about because there's that episode of, cause I do listen to Nerdist sometimes, even though he annoys me a little bit, but there's an episode where Chris, or Chris Hartwick was interviewing Scott Aukerman and he started talking shit about Dean Cook and Aukerman's like, well, you know, Everybody's funny in their own way. They're all doing their own thing. It's like, it's it's popular to talk shit about Dane Cook, so he's okay with doing that. Right, right. Ex- well, exactly. I've never heard him do that. But yeah, I think Ackerman is actually more sincere than Chris Hardwick, which oh, is... Oh, I definitely think that's true. Which is weird, because he comes... You know, he does the whole, like, ironic distance thing, but Chris Hardwick is just... Yeah, he's kind of a schmoozy, kiss-ass fake. 
yeah, and Alkerman doesn't talk shit about stuff either, but he doesn't like praise everything up to high. Like he, if there's something he doesn't like, he'll just change the subject. Right. So, but exactly. I, I I don't I don't know why he they've taken it that he's the host of all these after popular show things. I guess because he's excited about the stuff and good for him. I guess I just no. I agree with you. He's not my favorite interviewer, even though he gets great people to interview. Oh, he does, but he does. Yeah, he is a terrible interviewer. He, well. Oftentimes, if it's like in any way close to what his career has been, he brings it back to himself. It's all about him. Yeah. I listened to the Slater Kinney interview with him, and it was terrible. And I love Slater Kinney. Slater Kinney. I keep pronouncing it wrong. Um, and I was just like, dude, it's the same. Well, Mark Maron does it too, but he just does it because he doesn't know anything about the people he's interviewing, which is like <laughs> that's worse. Just his bad planning. But I, I if. If uh, sometimes it works, his like super fandom, like I guess it didn't work for the Sleater Kenny episode, but like he had uh, Christopher Lloyd on there on his show. And it was it was a great interview. He just like he brought all these stories out about Back to the Future and a couple not as much about Taxi as I would have liked, but other other things like Roger Rabbit. And so that was it's fun sometimes his his like his great enthusiasm for the guest. But other times it just comes it doesn't come across as quite as sincere. Yeah. And I think what works for someone like Christopher Lloyd is that he hasn't been on the like the pop culture radar for a long time. Yeah. yeah. So so it you want him to come back and tell all these stories but other people it's just like it it just rings much falser. And there's also he has those two guests that are always laughing at the stuff he says and it's not it's annoying. Oh, his co-hosts? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. The And then there's like Every episode begins with, and I stopped listening to it when I realized it wasn't interesting. Like ten minutes of them talking to each other about the interview that's about to happen. Oh yeah. Which anyway, I I I don't care for him. I don't know if I would like. I didn't like. You liked that midnight. I never liked that midnight. No, I I liked it because of the comedians that were on it. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I, but I no, I stopped watching a long ass time ago. And uh, I don't know. I don't watch The Walking Dead, so I don't know if the. So obviously, I don't watch Talking whatever. Talking Dead. Yeah. A talking. Yeah, I don't watch Talking Dead, so I don't know how good that show is. It might be. It might be good. Like it just. Yeah. Like I said, his enthusiasm doesn't. Whenever when everything's great, nothing can be great. Right. Yeah. I think that's. Uh... I haven't listened to him in a while, though. I guess. No, I excuse me. I listened to the episode with him and Fred Savage, and it was not that great. Fred Savage was funny and stuff. It just it wasn't a good interview. Yeah. No, he's a bad interviewer. That's the other thing. Mark Maron's at least a good interviewer. When he knows what they're... Even if he doesn't know, he'll like, oh, you know, okay. he'll make it interesting. But yeah, he's just a bad interviewer. And yeah, he's... So he's like fawning and then his two sidekicks are fawning him over him. So <laughs> it's, yeah. I, I guess there's one uh, podcast network we'll never be invited to join. <laughs> Maybe they wouldn't mind us dissing their owner. Uh, yeah. If we're gonna complain about podcasts, and I, I don't like to be so negative, but I love the Judge Judge John Hodgman show, but I can't stand the co-host. In the beginning, I kind of put up with them, just because I thought, well, no, we won't do any better. But then they had, uh, he was gone for some reason, and there was some DJ from New Hampshire who was a co-host, and he was awesome. The show was ten times better. And then Paul Tompkins was the co-host for an episode, and it was awesome. The show was ten times better. So it was just the, the co-host I don't like. Who's the co-host? Jesse Thorne. 
Oh, yeah, he's kind of boring to me. I don't really get his deal. I've listened to a couple of his own podcasts, like shows he's done, and yeah, I don't get yeah. it. Yeah, he's not, he's, it's, it's, it's not just boring, but when he tries to be funny, Falls I don't find him face. that funny, but Judge, 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 Judge John Hodgman laughs at his stuff, so it's just me. But yeah, I, I enjoy that show, but he's the part of it I don't enjoy. Well, John but Ho- he's, Hodgman's a weird case, too. Oh, you don't think you don't enjoy him? I kind of do, but I don't know. He's I feel like he's probably like somewhere on the spectrum too. He's he's a little off. I don't, I don't think Maybe. so. Why do you say that? I don't know. It's just the impression I get from him. Huh? Maybe it's just his shtick. Yeah, I think it's just his shtick. Like, what do you know him like from the Daily Show? That's right. Yeah, I've never listened to Judge Sean Hodgman, to be honest. It's worth a listen, especially with the Paul Tompkins episode. But I've heard him on podcasts and stuff, too. Yeah, I don't know. I do, And let's get to positive. I've, I've started listening to Stop Podcasting Yourself. It's, it's on the same network as Judge John Hodgman, and it's very funny. It's these two guys in Vancouver, Canada. Jesse Thorne? Neither of them are Jesse, Jesse Thorne. I don't know their names. I think they're comedians, but it's just a fun conversation. And I've listened to, I've listened to an episode with Paul Tompkins, and it was really funny. And there was, and then just to check, I listened to one that didn't have Paul Tompkins, and it was also very funny and very, very fun. Just having a conversation with some funny, like thinking of funny things as they talk. So I would recommend that. Stop podcasting yourself. Oh, are we doing recommendations, Asians, Asians already? I guess I wasted mine. I guess you did. Um, for the listener, we're recording this like two days in a row. This is the second day we've recorded a podcast. So, yes, the same exact podcast. So it's very difficult for me to remember the script. Not me. I got. It's kind of neat that we had that in the script, and yeah. that. Well, and I've got a you know a photogenic memory. It's very lovely to look at. Unlike your face, which is eidetic. That's yes. That's why I, and uh, and uh, emetic. I I try to only have photos taken of my memory whenever possible. Oh, here's an, going back to dissing stuff. Here's an episode that Nerdist you'll never listen to. Nerdist 810 starring Chuck Lorre and Mayim Bialik. Mayim Bialik? Yeah. Ugh, no, I wouldn't. Oh, but you should definitely listen. I haven't listened to it yet, but the latest episode of Stop Podcasting Yourself actually does star Paul Tompkins. Yeah, I'll check it out. Um, ooh, Chuck, like, see, that's the thing too. Like, so what he's going to be like all fawning over Chuck Lorre and his like empire of awfulness. I'm wondering, most of these guys who have sitcoms on the air started with a show where they weren't the, like the lead. I wonder if there's a show that Chuck Lorre worked on that I liked. Yeah. Are you looking him up? Probably yeah. not. And then what my MB Alex can be talking about, like, how you should breastfeed your kids till they're 18 and shit. Uh, he, he worked on Roseanne. Roseanne was not a bad show. No, not until the end. It's probably when he started. Yeah, that's the first show he worked on. I mean, he probably started at the end of the run. 1992? I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's pretty early, I guess. I don't know when it started. 89? Um, yeah, it started in 88. Yeah, so... Yeah, he was be- he was writing for the original Becky. He was writing for the original Becky. 
Oh, I see, because that's when he started. Gotcha. The original Becky was still there, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, too bad the original DJ was there all the way through. Man, Michael Fishman is a great man. Also on an episode of Seinfeld. Was he? Was he a kid in Seinfeld? He was, no, it was when he was older. Like, it was the one with, uh, oh my God, dude, why am I blanking on everybody's name? Oh, the one with James Spader. And, like, James Spader was working in an ice cream shop, and he was some kid that came in asking. Oh, he, he was, ah, but an older kid. Yeah, he was, it's when he was older, yeah. I mean, he wasn't that much older. He was still probably a teenager, but. He was 16. There you go. Yeah, great man, Michael Fishman. That's um, a good a good episode of Seinfeld, though. It is, because it's about George being angry, so <laughs> you can't go wrong. And it had, it's weird the, the kind of guest stars that Seinfeld got. Gene Spader is a, a funny guest star. Yeah, they had Jamie Gertz, too, phone sex operator. They were going for the, uh, the Brat Pack a little bit in their casting. Actually, that's did they have the Judge, only examples. Judge Reinhold? Yes, they did have Judge Reinhold. He was the close talker. Uh, Molly Ringwald? I wish. I wish Robert Molly... Downey Jr.? No, I think he was he was in in Dire Straits during the Seinfeld run. I, kn- I didn't know that band ever had him in it. Yep. I missed that album. Uh, count yourself lucky. It was like his year on... Uh, Saturday Night Live. Ugh. The best year of Saturday Night Live ever. Well, Robert Downey Jr., Randy Quaid, Anthony Michael Hall. It was the worst year of Dire Straits ever when he's in there, which is saying something because Dire Straits is awful. Minnie Pearl. Oh yeah, well she was the she was the one bright spot of that season. That was like right when Hee Haw got uh, canceled, so they they took a chance on her. She was always and- the best thing on Hee Haw. Until she dropped dead in the middle of an episode of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Well, but that's, you know what? That's showbiz, man. Go out on top. Mm-hmm. Leave them wanting more. And did, did you see that they did find out what that price tag actually said? Oh, yeah. When she died? Mm-hmm. It said, eat at Joe's. Nobody really got it. Nope. But, oh, Minnie. What's Minnie short for? Minerva? Well, my question is, what's Maxi Pearl up to? Oh, I Ma- guarantee you that Maxi Pearl is a is in a show that Michael Morris likes to go to in San Francisco. Yeah, no doubt. Ooh, they dude, drag hee haw, holy shit! There you go. There's you finally There's discovered how you're gonna make idea. your fortune. Yeah. Yep. Oh, drag hee haw. Uh, I hope Michael Morris isn't listening to this because I know he'll jump all over it before I get my wheels in gear. Yeah, but you you have control over that. That's true. Hey, I'm copywriting it right now. Drag hee haw. It's in it's in uh, it's being broadcast. Anybody tries to steal it, I'll sue you. Actually, steal it, just pay me, and I don't have to do any work. I wonder if I can make any money off the the drag queen who uses the name Maxi Pearl and dresses up like Minnie Pearl. I'm you can now. Or maybe I can be that person. I don't know. Could you pull off a convincing Maxi Pearl? Sure enough. Oh, yeah. You got it. Dead on. Thanks. We've talked about Hee Haw before, haven't we? We did an episode. Roy Clark, Minnie Pearl, James Hatfield, Tom McCoy. 
Luke Duke, Boss Hog. Yeah. Oh, my. So when I would, we would go over to my grandpa's house. Um, he would be watching. He would watch the Lawrence Welk show all the time. And then Hee Haw would come on after the Lawrence Welk show. And I, it was just another reason I thought everything was terrible back, <laughs> back in the seventies, man. Was it because of Hee Haw or, or Lawrence Welk? Both. Oh, I didn't get that Lawrence Welk shit at all. I don't even know what you call that kind of music. I guess it's easy listening. Is that? I don't know. I don't. I know what Lawrence Welk is, but I've never heard the music on it. Is it waltz music? It's not all waltz. Some of like, I think he's like a polka guy too. But it's like, just easy listening. I don't even know how else to describe it. But you know that like, that late forties, early fifties easy listening that era. So it's which all... is actually decidedly better than today's easy listening. Kenny G. Yeah. Look how dated I am. Kenny G's my my benchmark for easy listening. I wouldn't even know who's easy listening nowadays. I think it's Kenny G. Pro- yeah, probably. I think he still holds the, the record. Yep. The literal record, because they don't have CDs yet. Or tapes. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, when are the new TV shows starting, man? I mean, not the new ones, but the mid-season ones. Have they started already? I don't think I don't know that there's any summer shows coming. Like some sometimes they do, but I haven't heard about any. Mid season are already done. What about Uncle Buck? Well, that should be happening. Yeah, I don't, did it start? I don't know. I'm not gonna I, watch it. I do want to watch it. I like the movie. I, you've got two Johns rolling over in their grave right now. Candy. Okay. And got, Hughes. Oh. And probably Lennon too. The, the guy from Russia? Mm-hmm. It, oh, it, it, it premiered on June 14th, 2016, so that's surprise I missed it. Oh, yeah, me too. Wait, what? what's the date? Oh, yeah. By the time this comes out, June 14th will have passed. The series premiere was released online on Hulu and the Watch ABC app on Monday, June 6th, eight days before the premiere on television. That's always a good sign. Well, I don't think it's a bad sign, is it? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just trying to be contrarian. Mary, Mary. Quite contrarian. That didn't work as well as I thought it would. Contrarian librarian. Did you watch the second episode of Preacher yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. Since uh, we talked yesterday, nope, have not seen it. Well, I hadn't seen it when we talked yesterday, and now I have. And? And I... Great. So this goes the first. All right. I'm a big fan. I realize now where I know her from, from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the, the woman who plays Tulip is terrific. Tulip. Wait, did you read the comics? I can't remember. I thought I did, but I picked them up. That They're on the library. There's an app called Hoopla where you can read all kinds of books, including comic books. And I picked it up, and I've been reading it, and I don't remember reading it, so I don't think I did. Oh, I did, but the series does not seem familiar to me at all. Well, it looks yeah they they started off much different. The, yeah, but the the book is much different. Although Arch face is in both. Yeah, that was that was crazy, dude. That that makeup job job on that kid. I totally forgot about him. Then when I saw him on the show, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> they did a good job. They did a good job. Yeah. Preacher. 
Yeah, I guess that's kind of yeah. That's so that's like a news. That's not mid season. Would you call? It? I don't know what you call it. That's kind of a summer show, preacher. Yeah, yeah I, the cable channels always have a different Weird. schedule. Yeah, I don't even. Excuse me. What channel that's on? Is it AMC, AME? I don't even know. AMC. Is it okay? I don't think AME is even a channel. A N D. Oh, A and E. Oh yeah, they don't have anything. I don't think. What do they show? AME is my church. They used to show twenty four. Methodist Episcopal. African Methodist Episcopal. Oh. They used to show twenty four hour seven of the original Law and Order, or as us Law and Order heads call Law and Order Prime. But I don't know what they show now. Yeah, I think TNT took over Law and Order Prime. It sucks on. I know we've talked about this before too, but streaming, they don't have the original Law and Order. They just have the shitty SVU, and nobody wants to watch that except uh, creeps. At one point, they did have the original Law and Order, but only like the first. 12 seasons like some weird number and they, yeah, never they only have had homicide which is weird. i liked homicide yeah well, i bought the box set so it's like fuck this isn't streaming anywhere watch it why. all in one day that's a, i don't think that's physically possible it is if you do it at uh 50 times speed yeah but I didn't think you could do anything all in one day. I thought that was why God made seven days. Well, he really only made six. And then he was like, oh, I got to sit on my ass. Yeah, that's true. Seven. Boom. Thus was the number seven born. It is perfect number for counting things since we have seven fingers on each hand. Yeah. And uh, seven pimples on each butt cheek. Mm. And then eight was invented uh, with the Octomom, as we all know. The original Octomom, Hera, and uh, and so on. And then Pythagoras just came up with everything else. With his theorem. If you watch Preacher on AMC, every single commercial break involves a show that has David Schwimmer. Yeah, I, I've seen an ad for that David Schwimmer thing. But it's like a drama, right? Oh, yeah. Like you know, that. he he's like a well, – we talked about this before, but I'm still shocked that he was such a big deal in the Chicago theater community. Yeah, it's really weird because – You just know him from Friends, and he's this goofy guy. He doesn't seem like he'd be a good dramatic actor, but it, he must have been. Yeah. I've not seen him in anything dramatic, I don't think, because I didn't watch the OJ show. Well, to be fair, he's not a great comedic actor, so maybe he would be gr- good at drama. Is that the – is that a principle? If you're not good at one thing, you must be good at the other. Got to. You know what they say. Die no. Dying's easy. Comedy's hard. And dying is the stuff of tragedy, which we call drama. Huh. So that's, you know, I dyed my hair blue. Mm-hmm. Super easy, right? No, it was very difficult. I got all this dye in my eyes, and I couldn't see for two weeks. Well, you need to go to... That's why they have professionals. I, I did. I went to a professional eye guy. No, no, no. All right, yeah. let's, let's move on. That's the thing. When we were talking on the last episode about... Uh, you're talking about the um, the Bernie supporters and like how they just... Some of them just want to be, want an outsider. Like I don't really get that either. Like if I if I have a plumbing problems, I I want a plumber, right? I don't want some dude off the street. Like, do you know anything about plumbing? No. 
Oh, you're the perfect man for the job. It's weird. It's weird, this whole outsider thing. Like, I think people just, they're so cynical about politicians, but politicians actually know how to work within that system to some degree anyway. The good ones, yeah. Yeah, and and people who are from outside, well, look at all the uh, teabaggers who went in and promptly accomplished jack shit. And fucked things up, like yeah. Ted Cruz. And the shame about Ted Cruz is that he's still popular. I think he was the worst. Well, Trump is no. Trump wasn't the worst. Trump's at least funny. Cruz was the worst of everybody who was running for the Republicans. Yeah, he was. I think he's the worst because he's he's the one that he's probably the smartest of all of them. So I can't understand first of all why, how someone so intelligent would be so I don't want to say stupid, but just so wrongheaded. But also the fact that his intelligence makes it so he can get stuff done. And I wait, are you stuff? Who are you calling intelligent? Ted Cruz is an intelligent guy. I don't. Unfortunately, I don't know that that's true. Uh, oh, he people, is like eggheaded intelligent, I guess. Yeah, people who worked, other lawyers who worked with him say he's intelligent. He went to, I don't know, dinosaur law school, whatever the good one is, and they they've said good things about his his work. He 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 clerked for, I think he clerked for Scalia, worked clerked for some somebody famous. Maybe maybe it was uh, Wilfred Grimley, but anyway, my point is Ted Cruz is the worst. He looks like that that blob monster you guys didn't believe me on. He does. He looks like yeah. He looks like a cross between a sloth and Jabba the Hutt. It's going to be interesting how he reacts at the convention because I think he expects to have power, and I guess he will because he has a lot of delegates. So he's going to be writing the plank. Well, you know what's interesting? Yeah, I don't. Uh, that's going to be fun. To see how this all goes. You know what's really interesting is to see Chris Christie's nose buried so far up Donald Trump's ass now. My favorite moment of that is when Trump had that terrible thing to say about Hillary Clinton where it was like, I forget what it was. I, maybe I do more for women's rights than she does or something like that. And Chris Christie's wife just rolls her eyes on the stage. <laughs> that was delightful. I I like the, the recent thing with it. I mean, it won't be recent by the time this comes out. I'm sure some new... Uh, subject of dumb fuckery will occur, but uh, with, with the racist thing about the judge and and Chris Christie's like, well, I know him. He's not racist, so this is just ridiculous. <laughs> like e- everybody else, even even the hardcore conservatives are like chastising Trump over this, and and Chris Christie will not do it. Ah, New Jersey. Don't blame New Jersey. I don't. Well, I kind of do. Want to take a break? Oh, sure. Is it is it that time? Yes, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back to talk more politics, which you all love to hear from us. We'll be right back. And aliens. We had a comrade, a brave comrade. He could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero Tried talking about Shanmiro To computers wearing earphones He almost died for conversation Hallucinations, good vibrations Van Dyke Park's Greyhound Racing Steeplechasing, the Reformation Transubstantiation, Bram Stoker's creation The land of the Thracians and Right back. 
We're back. We had a long talk about Bernie and his supporters during the break. His terrible, terrible supporters. Some of them. Some, Some of them. Yes, a, a minority, I'm sure, but I hope they make themselves known. Yes. Just like Hillary Clinton's supporters in 2008 were terrible, terrible. Some of them. The Pumas. Do you remember that? I do. That was bad. I don't remember what it stood for, though. Party unity. My ass. Oh. That's like Nimb- Nimbas. Wait, Not Nimbies. Not in my back ass. Not uh, in my back ass, yeah. Nimbas. Yeah, that was unfortunate. And I don't know. I don't... Obviously, it only happens to, to Democrats because nobody's still supporting Rubio or or any of the same people on the Republican side. They're oh, it's it's there's cracks in the foundation, but for there's the most cracks, part, but they they like I've said before, the Republicans are always good at putting up a unified front because they're mostly crazy ideologues, so they just will get behind the ideology no matter. I don't think they all are like, I don't think Boehner was or Boner, whatever, however you pronounce his name, but he was forced to be by the tea party uh, people in the, in the house that pushed him further and further. Right. I think he could have had a normal, a normal speaker of the house career. If the, if the Republican party hadn't gone crazy with the tea parties. Maybe, but it did. So yeah. Yeah. The ideologues did take over. Yeah. Like if you look at the, the 80s with Reagan and Tip O'Neill. It wasn't. It wasn't the same sort of con- contrary. It was contrary, but it wasn't foaming at the mouth hatred. No. And I don't think it. I think part of it is racism, but I don't think it's all racism. No. But, it's. It's. Yeah. It's a turn in the. In the temperature of the culture, for sure. I mean. And I hope it's not a permanent turn. I hope it's a temporary turn. Me too. I think even, even as much as a lot of us hated Reagan in the eighties. Um, I still think like Democrats worked with the president and stuff at that point. Yeah. yeah a lot more so. than they do now. So, yeah, well, yeah, the, this, the past eight years have been nothing, but not nothing, but, but there have been a lot of, of just not, not wanting to compromise and do something different, just not wanting to do anything at all. The Supreme court nominee is a, a great example. I, it's just pathetic because they picked a guy who was tailor made. The Republicans should have just said, oh, we've already said we like them, but nope, they won't even vote for it. Well, uh, yeah. Well, let's see what happens when Hillary gets elected. Then they're not going to really have much of a chance, a choice. Well, what might happen is if if like, if like it comes close and it looks like she's going to win, maybe they will put it to a vote and put them in because it's a better – They'll roll the, over on it because, yeah, it's, it's closer to, the, to what they want than what she's going to give them. Right. Yeah. Presumably, yeah. But who knows? Maybe they'll they'll, they'll wait and who, maybe Trump will just go in and say, "Ha fool you, I'm a Democrat. Abortion <laughs> for all, guns for none." I Yeah, it's it's weird. I like I feel like even though there was there was like burning hatred of Reagan in the 80s, I still feel like people w- were thinking like, "Well, we get another election in four years, you know, but now it's, it's like, it's the end of the world. If yeah. you don't win this fucking election right now. I, on both sides. On both sides. Yeah. But, but with Trump, I, I truly can't tell what he believes. Like, I just think he just says stuff to, to get believes, people talking. He's a troll. He's a, he's a walking, talking troll. He believes 
the very last thing he said. That's that's his sole belief system. I love how like he'll say something, and two days later say that he didn't say it, and it's like right on film, and it was only forty eight hours ago, dude. The big thing about Trump that I think I don't know if it's ever going to come out. I just don't think he's as rich as he claims to be. I don't think so. I mean, he, Jesus, he, how many times did he go bankrupt and shit? Well, that was strategic. I mean, I don't think that was real bankruptcy. That was just to, that to was get to out save with, money. Yeah, get out without paying every, everybody everything. But even even so, I don't th- like he claims to be a billionaire, but I don't think he's a billionaire. I don't think he's up there in uh, Elon Musk or Bill Gates' money. But he's but he's got stakes, dude. He's got his own line of stakes. Yeah. Which have actually it turned out uh, 57% of the people who ate those steaks died in within a year of eating them. Yeah. Mostly violence because he sold them in uh, war-torn Chechnya. Is Chechnya even a place anymore? Nope, it's a planet. Oh, they, damn. They really moved them yep. out of the way. That's what happens when you piss off a Muslim. Oh, I thought it was Putin. He's Muslim, isn't he? Oh. Probably. I have everything confused. Yeah. He's godless. Wait, are they still communists there? I See, this is how fucking dumb I am about geopolitics, man. Is Russia still communist? No. Okay. But they might What's as well be. Plutocrat- plutocracy? Plutocracy, yeah. <laughs> so it's just run by a big giant dog. Let's play the game... Swipe right or left. All right. Wait. I, wait. What's what's good? Uh, left or right? Right is good. Right. Okay. So you swipe right if you like somebody. Okay. Got it. Let's play it. Cat lady, vegetarian, lipstick lover, tattoo collector, beehive fanatic, Morticia seeking Gomez, Lancaster City, peace symbol. Swipe right. Damn it. No words. Works for LabCorp. LabCorp. Mm-hmm. Swipe right. Jeez. Well, there's no one left He's a in my scientist. Area. I mean, I'm just assuming Lab Corp is some kind of science thing. Of course. It's just a, a corporation that just does experiments all day long. That's where they cloned the first uh, baby doll. Wait, that's all that's in your area? You live in Philadelphia, dude. What are you talking about? It always resets. And I think I have my area set to uh, 25 meters. Oh, oh yeah. Hey, Lab Corp employee. Hmm, you don't sound like your picture. Man, I hope your mom's not on there. I know we're going to be starting doing mom jokes. I would have prepared better. Your mom is so fat. She just fat. That was my favorite Yo Mama joke. Is that David Schwimmers? Uh-huh. So he should stick to drama. So Rerun died. Is that true? Oh, I don't know. Did he, I, think he, I think he did die. He just died? I mean, I'm surprised he made it that long. No, I think he died a long time ago. Oh. Yeah. Dude was basically one whole clogged artery. I want a good person in my life that won't judge me. Dot, dot, dot. And no kids, please. Dot, dot, dot. Never works out. Exclamation, exclamation point, period. Turn on guys with green eyes. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Someone who's not lazy. Thick people do it better. I am cool. I love to have fun and work hard. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, that's got to be a swipe left. That's way, way too much punctuation, man. (laughs) You don't want to even 
every conversation with them would be like Jesus talking to a jet engine. Thick people do it better. Is that what it said? Yeah, I don't know if she was talking about herself or the person she's looking the green-eyed person she was looking for. It's, I I find it weird that people get so specific with shit like that, like green eyes. I don't know. How long do green eyes last you in a relationship? You know, how far does that go? Well, it's not like saying I only like brown hair because brown hair can go gray, but nobody loses the color of their eyes. That's true, except David Bowie. He did? His eyes changed? Yeah, I think he got hit in the head when he was a kid. Ooh. Yeah. Fucked up his eye. He should have gone to the guy I went to, the eye expert. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Dr. Vinnie Boombots? Ooh, I don't I don't think he had that, that first part of his name. Oh, not Vinny. It's just Dr. Boombots. No, no. The first part. Oh, doctor. Yeah, he didn't have that part. Oh, gotcha. Those are usually the best, just like you want an outsider for president, you know? Where, mm-hmm. Yeah. President Clinton. I don't think I... I don't, that doesn't sound right. I've never heard that before. It's a dynasty. Dynasty. Ooh. Never put that together before. Do you think any, like... There's the Clinton dynasty, there's the bush dynasty and there's the kennedy dynasty do you think if if hillary clinton becomes assuming hillary clinton becomes the president do you think any of them will have any more presidents will there be another president well, fucking, bush another president no, kennedy or another president clinton nope jeb bush is out i don't even know yeah, who, I, who's yeah, around for the kennedys now they have kids i mean there's bush there's a, a george george w bush jr or something i don't know if he's a junior but he's a, a, a rep in texas so there's no, kids that could, it would be the daughters Oh, the Bush daughters? Yeah. They're going to put the white back in White House. That would be three generations. That would be a record. Yes, that would be. Uh, yeah, I don't know who's who's around from the Kennedys. That one dude who fucking talks like he's going to cry all the time. Um, which one is he? I can't even remember his name. But he's like the anti-vax dude. Oh, God. Yeah. Um... There's something we can agree on. Vaccines do cause autism. Yes. Okay. Yes. Look, Hillary Clinton murdered Vince Foster. Vaccines cause autism. Correct. If we stand for nothing else, we stand for those two things. I uh, agree on both statements vociferously. Yeah, I I will be. Hillary Clinton killed Vince Foster using autistic vaccines. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't even have to say autistic vaccines. You just say vaccines. Oh, it's right. redundant. Idiot. Yeah. Um, now, I will I will be casting my vote for Hillary. And uh, I think the majority of the country is going to be with me on that. Do you vote by mail or in person? By mail, unless I wait too long, then I go drop it off at the polling place. Here they have machines. California in Santa Barbara, we had the like a scantron, like a, a a test. The little you had to fill in little holes, and they would feed it into a machine. Yeah, this one, well, the way they do it now, you don't fill in holes, but there's like a broken arrow, and you fill in the center of the arrow. Oh, maybe that was it. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's basically the same kind of thing. I 
I'm trying to remember. I thought there was some place I went where it was an actual computer screen, but I don't. That can't be because I've only voted in Pennsylvania and California. I don't. No, I was never a resident of D.C., so I didn't vote there. And why would I? They don't have any representation, as their license plates clearly say. Yeah. That's the most passive-aggressive license plate in the United States. I don't know. Something from te- – I bet Texas has some passive-aggressiveness on their license plates. You can't get worse than taxation without res- representation. I guess that's true. Taxi. Yeah. You guys aren't represented. <laughs> Look, you're all representatives. What do you want? You know, there's other people who live in the city. No. I've seen House of Lies. No, House of Cards. Uh, House of Lies. Did you listen to the comedy Bang Bang with Ben Schwartz and Horatio? Horatio? No, I didn't. I've been on vacation this week, so I haven't been listening to podcasts. Uh, Yeah, no, everybody there. Don't they call it staycation? Everybody in Washington, D.C. works in politics in some respect. True. Why else would you live there? Most of them are president. How big is D.C.? Is it like a is it like a major city, would you call it? Size-wise, no. It, you can walk across it. Oh, no but shit. It, it's a mile across. Is it? Is there a lot of shit to do that's not political? Oh, yeah, it's a major political? city. As as, yeah, there's concerts and stuff and it's better now than it used to be because it's a lot richer now than it used to be isn't everywhere no not camden new jersey (sighs) nothing will ever fix camden no matter how many times they come up with ways to fix camden yeah no they should just make it a planet send it off into orbit yep that's right across the river from you guys too yeah i always thought It'd be better to live in Camden because you're looking at a nice skyline. But then again, you're living in Camden. Yeah. You ever go over to Camden? Nope. I've I've never. I guess I've I have been there to pick up somebody from a concert, but I've never actually gone there for any reason for myself. Concert? They have like concerts in Camden? Yeah. The one of the, one of the revitalizations of Camden was uh, building up the waterfront. So that, oh, I have been there. I've gone to the aquarium. There's an aquarium. There's a minor league baseball stadium, and there is a an arena, kind of like uh, oh, I can't think of an example. It's just an open air arena where there's a grass you can sit in, or there's up close. There's I've never been to it, but I assume up close there's seats. Is that where like U two would play? Where does U two? Where do the big acts play when they come to Philadelphia? You guys got a stadium there? They have the football stadium, so I guess. Oh yeah, that's true. Just use that. It used to, they used to use JFK like they did for Live Aid, but that's not there anymore. It's been destroyed by, oh, by Camden residents. Did wait? Do do you guys have a basketball arena though? Yes. So uh, you could do shows there too, I guess. Yeah, like Bruce Springsteen goes there, and uh, whoever else would go there. Bon Jovi probably played there. I think both of those guys have numbers up in the. In the, in the top because they're famous people from near Philadelphia. And Billy Joel. He's from Long Island. But from the general area. I think he maybe he – I'm pretty sure. I'm making that all up because I don't know for a fact. But I know they have – you know how they retire uh, sports players' numbers when it, they re- – Yeah. When they, and they So they put that up in the rafter. And I'm pretty sure there's, there's one for Bruce Springsteen in the rafter of the Philadelphia Arena whose name I won't say because I don't get paid by the bank to say it. I didn't know Bruce Springsteen ever even played baseball. That's cool. Um, 
so won't they run out of numbers eventually? Yeah, they do worry about that, so I guess they'll just start using symbols. Yeah, like pi and infinity and shit. Mm -hmm. But then once they use infinity, they'll have to retire that. And that includes all other numbers, so... Then they're screwed. <sighs> yeah. I do like thinking about infinity plus, infinity plus one. Well, that's because you don't fully grasp the concept of infinity. Plus one. My point? Exactly. I'm right, you're wrong. Infinity times plus one. And then some idiot responds that, well, infinity plus infinity. And that's just impossible. Yeah. That, they're just being ridiculous at that point. Right. Yeah. Uh, what else going on, man? Times infinity is zero. Nothing. What's the, the Golden State Warriors? They play in Oakland, right? That's right. Do they have concerts in that arena? Yeah, yeah. That's where we saw Prince. Oh, neat. There's no hockey team in Oakland, right? There's nope. just San Jose. San Jose, yeah. They Which can... I guess makes sense. California shouldn't have a lot of hockey teams because it's not cold there. No, they shouldn't have any. They have two. No, they have three. They have the Mighty Ducks. Correct. Wait, is that actually true? They used to be called the Mighty Ducks. I think now they're just called the Ducks. Okay, the Sharks and sure. the uh, Hillside Fires. The Kings. The Kings? Where are they? Sacramento? Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Sacramento is the basketball team. Oh, there is a Sacramento basketball team. Have you ever been to Sacramento? Probably not. It's like the Camden, New Jersey of California. No, it isn't. No, it's not. But it is uh, It is kind of a shithole. It's basically a big suburb that they call a city. I don't know how they have sports teams and stuff. I don't think California has a version of Canton. Mm. Yeah, uh, Bakersfield? Fresno? Yeah, Fresno is not as bad as Bakersfield. Bakersfield is just... Ugh. Meth Central. Is it? I would just assume. I don't know. I You always say, say things are central when they're on the West Coast or East Coast, but if it's Meth Central, it should be central to everywhere else. So I'm going to say Meth Central is in mm, Kansas. Oh, you're probably right about that, too. Jesus Christ. I mean, I don't even blame them for being meth addicts out there. Isn't meth made with corn? Yep, corn oil. I typed in meth central, and Central Methodist University showed up, so I guess the meth central's in Missouri. Oh, yeah, I guess. High unemployment. Misery. Missouri. Missouri, that's the other way they say it. Fucking weirdos. I like the different. Some states have different, like Nevada, Nevada. Yeah, Nevada. New Mexico, New Mexico. California, California. Texas and Tejas. Florida and Florida. Oh, yeah. That's the best one. South Carolina and North Carolina. Hey, you know why they like Bruce Springsteen so much? I just figured it out. In, in Philadelphia, because he sang that Streets of Philadelphia song. It has nothing to do with New Jersey. That's true. That's his most uh, popular song, yeah, too. Biggest song ever, Streets of Philadelphia. About an AIDS lawyer. No, an AIDS patient. So, it's fitting. 
those AIDS lawyers really ruined everything. It was just a small disease at first, and the lawyers come in and make it a big deal. Yep. Make people die from it. Originally, it was just like, oh, you get a little sick, but you get over it. Get and over the AIDS it. lawyers took over. And How about this rapist? What's that? All I heard was rapist. How about him? Oh, rapist? He's from right near you. Oh, the Stanford rapist. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. That gives him a little too much. That's like saying he's like the night stalker. So he's just, he's, he's a rapist from Stanford. Don't give him like a title with in quotes. Well, I was just clarifying which rapist you meant or lots of rapists near me. I would assume. Um, I wonder if there's any rapist in your building except for Diane Feinstein. It's Barbara Boxer, by the way. Is that what she goes by now? I, uh, I was talking to her husband the other day about the weather. Literally talked to Barbara Boxer's husband about the weather going down in the elevator. What'd he say? He's asked me if it got super hot in my place. I was like, fuck yeah, it does, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, now there's going to... Is Barbara Boxer the one that's retiring? Yep. And somebody interesting... Kamala Harris there's... probably going to get her spot. Uh-huh. But she's going some against someone else that's interesting, right? Nope. No. Oh. Yeah, no, it's actually two women. And California does it weird. It's during the primary, the top two vote getters go against each other, and it doesn't yep. matter what party they're in, right? Yep. That's a funny way to do it. So it's definitely going to be a Democrat. Is it a funny way to do it, or is it a Democratic way to do it? I don't know. I'm um, laughing inside. Yeah, it's going to be a Democrat. Um, <clears throat> sorry. What? Wait. What was he talking about before we? Barbara Boxer in the weather. Yeah, no, it was before that. Now, now Stanford just rapists. Old. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know he he was a misunderstood kid. You know he, why should he have to pay the price for raping somebody? I mean, it's only gonna put a mark on his record. Here's what I don't like about. I mean, first first of all, obviously he should be in jail for much longer than three months, and what he's going to be going to jail for. But what I don't like about the tenor of this conversation is that it it pushes. The, to the forefront of there needs to be people put to jail for longer times, and that goes across the board. And that's not where the conversation is coming from, but that's where it goes. Oh, really? I Because to me, that's not even part of the conversation. He needs to go to jail for a lot longer time. I don't see how that automatically... Uh... Right, he does. I agree with you. But I, I feel like it leads to a further conversation where all criminals need to go to jail for a longer amount of time. And I don't think that's where this conversation should lead. It should just lead to uh, sentencing should be more fair across the board, not dependent on whether the judge feels empathy for you because he's so similar to you. Right. Well, which is exactly it. I I have to question how that judge's sexual history after that sentencing. Um, See, I don't like that either. (laughs) I love it. And I've seen people honestly saying that and saying that uh, the father must be a rapist, too. (laughs) The father wrote a terrible letter that the lawyer should have ripped up. And the only reason it didn't get his kid into jail more is because the judge was the judge just really super identified with the kid. And the judge is an idiot. I was going to say, I don't think it necessarily makes them rapists, but it makes them rape apologists. I don't even think it makes it makes the father's definitely a rape apologist. I don't think it makes the judge a rape apologist. I just think it makes him an idiot and someone who made a really really bad decision. I Although don't, I don't know. I mean, I think you can take it to the point where it makes him a race rape apologist. Like that 
he doesn't take the crime seriously, obviously. Well, no, he he doesn't take the crime seriously. That's true, but he's not basing it just on his looking at the kid. He's looking at the probation officer's report, and her report was was recommended months of service instead of years, as the prosecutor wanted. So I don't even know if six years was right. Maybe three years would have been better, but six months was just ridiculous. Yeah, well, he's going to... I just feel like the conversation starts in one place and goes someplace else. And yeah, you know, conversation should be uh, this kid got off way too easy. He did a fucking heinous, committed a heinous act, and uh, the sentencing was way fucked up. But exactly. most but, but it, most it, criminals should get lighter sentences. I mean, when you consider the number of drug offenses uh, that people are jailed for, I, that that should. That shit should all be probation, really. Unless you're, unless you fucking gave heroin to a school kid and he OD'd right in front of you, I, you know, like. But that's what's packing up our jails is a or lot even of non-violent sex offenders. Sex crimes that aren't sex crimes, like when an 18-year-old has sex with a 17-year-old. Right, and, right. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean. And he's on the sex offender list for the rest of his life. That's. Yes, that kind of thing is is fucked up. Um. But the, what, from what, what I've read, is, there's a lot of like, you can get put on a sex offender list for all kinds of shit that is not that doesn't even involve touching another person or anything. You public know, urination. Um, right, stuff like that. Which is let's maybe change those laws. That shouldn't be that difficult. But, but yeah, but it's stuff like this where it gets millions of people in uproar and deservedly should the guys should be in jail longer. That leads to mandatory sentencing. Which, ugh, I don't like mandatory sentencing. I don't like three-strike laws. So it's stuff like this where I agree he should go to jail for a longer period of time. But at the same time, I don't want there to be – I want there to be a human element in deciding sentencing. I don't want it right. to be – Yes, no, it shouldn't have that effect. It's like the it's like the uh, crack laws, you know, where, where they exactly. started sentencing people to way higher um, sentences for crack rather than cocaine um, and other drugs. Yeah. And the other thing, I I just it just it always disturbs me when something is is people are just so outraged for for something altogether, and well in this case it's it's deserved. It's justified, yeah. It's just so it's just weird to see that they're talking about it all the time, and then it just seems like in a couple of weeks they'll just forget about it and rape won't be talked about at all when it should be talked about all the time. Yeah, because it happens all the time. It doesn't just happen when this when this. this Cute kid white kid off. does it, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he should be put in jail for six months just for his face. Look at that kid. Um, yeah. But no. Let's hear it for the Swedes. Oh, what did the Swedes do? <laughs> They're the, the witnesses, and if, they, if if a man wasn't there to see it, maybe the the kid wouldn't have gone to jail oh, at all. That that was the dude that stopped it. Two two dudes, yeah. Oh, they were both Swedish. I don't know. They're from another country. What are they doing? What are they doing in our country? Learning. I thought, I thought Trump was... The people like to rape here. I thought Trump was putting an end to that kind of nonsense. He's going to build a wall and he's going to make the Swedes pay for it. Yeah, which is weird because they're nowhere near that wall. If you would... They'll probably do it, though, happily. Okay. That's the Swiss. Oh, like sorry. Swiss, the Swiss chef from uh, Muppets Show. Oh, yeah. I'll if you had that. to vote in the Republican primary, who would you have voted for? And you have to vote in it. I have to vote. Say I'm not voting in you the Republican primary. 
Yeah. Um, and it's not, oh, I'm going to vote for this guy because I know Hillary. No, you have to say, this is the person that's going to be president, and I have to choose one of these guys. Maybe Kasich? He seems kind of weenie-ish. No, Kasich, terrible. Okay. Uh, that's your choice. That's fine. But he was a super-duper right-wing guy, and he was hiding it the whole time, and it was super annoying. Okay. In Ohio, it's like tore up women's rights. and But if that's your choice, that's fine. Man, fuck you. All right, then. Jeb Bush. Yeah. That's who I thought too. Of everybody it, there, because Rand Paul, he has a crazy look to him. He has crazy philosophy to him as well. No, I don't read philosophy. It's boring. It's good. Don't know not much about history books. Don't know much about philosophy books. Nope. Don't much about nothing at all, really. Yeah, I get. Man, that's sad, huh? Jeb Bush. Who else? Yeah. Definitely not Carly Fiorina, because I can't vote for a woman. Exactly. Unless she's murdered someone. Yeah. Then then she's more a man. Although, all those HP employees she laid off, one of them probably died, and I'll put that on her hands. So she has murdered probably hundreds of people. Yeah, well, she probably murdered a bunch of kids, like, building her equipment, too, uh, sure. in Indonesia. But... You know, whatever. It's not. That's not hands-on shit like Hillary. That's 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 somebody you want as president. Somebody who's willing to get their hands dirty with vaccines. With dirty, dirty vaccines. Did you ever go to the site how to vaccine how to vaccines cause autism? Dot com. No, I bet it is a real site though. It is. You should go there. It's awesome. I bet it is. Is it? Is it like one of those uh, old GeoCity sites where it's all like neon pink and yellow? You're just going to have to go to it. I think you should go to it right now. How does autism... And everybody listening should also go to it right now. And they can learn a thing or two about the world and how we are living in it and everything else. Really. I only hope there's also some discussion on there about... uh, how that second tower went down because you know that's pretty fishy too it's a short conversation i know the government explosives yeah jeb bush in an iron man suit man all these people all those people probably bought those jeb shirts with the exclamation point it'll be fun it'll be like billy beer you know you hold on to it sell it on ebay in 10 years do you have any political paraphernalia? Bumper sticker? Button? Nope. Never. Ha- I got my I voted sticker. I have a a, a button from the Marion Barry campaign of probably 94. Dude. Former mayor of D.C. Yeah, we know who Marion Barry is. Wait, you were just, pro Marion Barry? No, I just took the button. Ah. <laughs> uh. You know there actually are Marion berries. How do they taste? Uh, like a uh, disgraced politician. Well, I'm making a pie tonight, and in that pie, I will put Marion berries, and I'm have Marion berry pie. Are and you... also put cocaine. Not crack though. You get a higher sentence. Recommendations, Asians, Asians, Asians. You go first because I have no idea. I don't have anything. Oh, you know what I'm going to recommend? I'm no, gonna, what? I'm going to recommend what we're doing on our next episode. Or maybe the previous episode. We'll see how it goes. Black Mirror. 
Is that fair? Can I do that even though we're doing an episode on it? I'm following your lead, so yes, you can. I'm going to recommend the Hamilton soundtrack. Oh, yeah, we are going to be doing that as well. Terrific. Worth the hype. Very good. Lots of fun. Listen to it. I feel like it's one of those things because it's good. But, you know, everybody's like, this is the best thing ever. Not just based on the music it's not, but I feel like it's probably like seeing Prince live. You know what I mean? you got to see it live. Yeah, to maybe. Really but get the whole effect. It's good even if you don't see it live. The soundtrack is great. And it's also, I think part of it, is, it's become a cultural phenomenon. So it's nice to be in, up on what people are talking about and what they like. And it's also, I think, I didn't realize this at, at, well, I didn't realize this at all until recently, but it's a huge thing for teenage girls. I guess, I don't know. Oh, it's like the new kids on the block of the 2010s? I guess, because there is a... There's a sports columnist who writes about all sorts of things, but he wrote about how his daughter was obsessed with Hamilton and the story about taking her to see it. And like he mixed it up with – it was a, actually a pretty well-written article how he was obsessed with like the Cleveland Browns when he was a kid. And he he spent all the money and uh, did, <laughs> purposely did a speaking fee so he can afford it so he could take her to see Hamilton on Broadway and the whole story. It was a very well-written story, but it just opened my eyes to the fact that teenage girls love Hamilton because he's like, Mike, she doesn't all her friends do it. And then I, I saw on Facebook, all these like daughters of, of people I went to high school with love Hamilton. So it's not just. So you friend them all? Oh yes. And as a matter of fact, I have a new nickname. All right. Creepy Pat. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's weird. Uh, is it coming there to Philly? I don't think so. I know it's going to Chicago. Is it going to San Francisco? Yeah, it's coming to San Francisco. Um, but, you know, you have, then you have to buy, like, a season pass, which is I don't know how many thousand dollars, just for the possible chance of getting to see it. Oh, it's it's going to be a lot a lottery. Oh, it's going to San Diego, too. Yeah, oh, you, it's a touring show. Yeah, yeah, it's a touring show. I, I don't think it's the, the main dude. Um, no. Well, he's going to be doing <clears throat> the sequel to Mary Poppins. Oh, that's good. Uh, Harry Boppins? No, it's still Mary Poppins. Oh. It's, uh... I forget her name. <laughs> Emily Blank? Emily I Blunt? Her... Uh, there you go. Emily Blank, please fill in the name. Um, yeah, so, I mean, there's no way I'll see it when it comes here. But, uh, if there was ever a chance that I could see it on Broadway, I would go. Wait, what? I don't think. Why would just because Lin Manuel Miranda is not going to be in it, you don't want to say it? Well, I also don't want to pay two thousand dollars for a season pass and have the chance that I won't see it anyway. Well, if you're going to see it on Broadway, you have to pay two thousand dollars for one ticket. Possibly so season pass. At least you get to see everything. Two thousand dollars for a season pass, man, that's expensive. Dude, it's the theater. We get my mom the theater for Mother's Day every year, and it's. Much less than $2,000. Yeah, but you go off, 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 off Broadway. To Philadelphia, but in fact. San Francisco is off Broadway at least once. Yeah, only once. At least once. It's very close to Broadway, the theater section here. To San Francisco's but, Broadway. But, uh, Philadelphia doesn't have a Broadway. Damn it. Well, you're missing out. That's why you're missing out on Hamilton. I guess, yeah, why would it go to Philadelphia? Philadelphians just go to New York to see it. That, 
be that's dumb. That's true. Yeah. Well, I'm going to Chicago to see it. Yeah, that's smart. Thanks. Uh, write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com. Like tell, us on Facebook. Tell your dumb dumb friends to like us. Rate us highly on iTunes. Tell your dumb, no, dumb tell your to like tell us. your regular friends. Your dumb dumb friends can. They already to like us. Trump and Bernie. Yeah. Because uh, your smart friends only support me for president. Until next time, then. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>